0: Hi, I'm Jenny Copeland and I'm
1: Madison.
0: And we're co-authors of Drive Through Success: Three Simple Steps to Creating a Life of Happiness and Fulfilment. Welcome to our podcast.
2: Okay, well, welcome everybody. It's Gary Holton here, and I'm joined by the lovely Jenny and the fabulous Vary. Um, just back from America, had an amazing time, although I have to say it was a mission. For a week, and I know Vary was away in some sunnier climbs as well. I can't remember where you were going, actually, Barry.
1: Just near
2: Marbella. Oh, just near Marbella. Yes. Yeah,
1: nice. In the hills, it was it was the opposite of a mission. <laughs> Very relaxing.
2: Was it well, much different than mine? Then. Um, so this week we are going to be exploring the secret of success number six, which is called enjoy now. It's all you have. It is indeed which is a, a concept, I think, being a, a, a fellow test driver of the book, that I'm really going to have to start getting used to because one of the things that I picked out from that chapter was the, um, was the bit about the tendency to dwell on the past, mm-hmm. um, which is something that you know it, uh, pretty much every single day I, I find myself doing that. So um, something that, that I want to try and get from that chapter as I read it, as I progress through it, is, is getting into my head that I need to stop doing that so much and start um, living in the now a bit more, which is why those words, enjoy now, it's all you have, really does resonate. Everything in the book resonates with me, to be honest, but that certainly does.
0: Yeah. I, w- I was actually listening to a, a podcast there last week, and the person was sharing um, a concept, or reminding me of a concept that uh, I'm familiar with. And just you saying there about living in the past, Gary, or thinking in the past. I think if, if we think about our time, uh, in the same way that we think about our money and uh, but uniquely you you can earn more money so you have your bank account you earn you, know, you, you have cash flow and you suddenly realize you're in deficit and you can do something to potentially increase your income and you can get more sadly time doesn't quite work that way you know every day every night at midnight we're issued with another 24 hours and effectively we get to choose what we do with that 24 hours and I think this principle about living in the now is about acknowledging second by second we have opportunities to make choices and we can choose how we're thinking, we can choose how we're feeling, we can choose what we're doing. Uh, All of this comes with a health warning of course that there are other factors in life that maybe knock us off track or can distract us from what it is we want to be doing but i think in that that in the now that's all we have you know we have we have now so in half an hour we're all going to go in different directions and who's to say that i'm not going to get hit by the metaphorical bus and Vari's not going to have some amazing experience and never come back to us (laughs) who knows what's going to happen next but but all, all we do know is that we have now Mm. and if we're if we're fortunate enough and blessed enough we have that full 24 hours to utilize and we get we get to choose and i think that's i think that's one of the big things that determines successful drive-through success readers and probably unsuccessful drive-through success readers is the the people who choose to harness the time they have their energy and make the most of it yeah. versus the people who continue to, to be passengers on their own bus you know in the passenger seat in their own vehicle mm-hmm. and therefore mm-hmm. somebody else is, is is driving the bus and making decisions. and I think going back to your spending too much time in the past, the past is gone you know it, I, I guess for me it's a little bit like dry, you're living your life looking through the rearview mirror. So, you know, I'd be interested to know how many bumps and crashes you have, if, if that indeed is, is what you do. I think
2: it, te- I mean, it tends to be on a, on a work front more than it is personal life, that, okay. that I find myself looking back at, maybe looking back at mistakes I've made, but more thinking about uh, the way that I've used my time and, and, and not used it very well. And instead of going forward having learnt, <laughs> I kind of look back and think, oh, you know, I could have done that, but I should have done that, I should have done it this way, instead of actually... Just looking forward, I think.
1: I think the, for, for me, the best thing to do is, I mean, it's not that you dismiss the past altogether, because there are lots of really good lessons from the past. glad you said that, Harne. And <laughs> I think the problem is not that you can't let go of the past, but maybe you need to acknowledge what the lessons are and know that you've learned them now. So this comes from someone who has made a lot of mistakes myself in and, and my personal life in lots of different ways and for a time did beat myself up hugely about lots of things. Mm-hmm. Probably unnecessarily a lot of the time, but what, what helped me was looking back, acknowledging what it is you need to learn from that situation and deciding, I, I would say to myself a oh, lot, I wouldn't do that that way again. When you are living in the moment and and you are accepting who you are now, where you are now, and you're starting from there, then nothing that happened in the past was a mistake. And try not to regret too much and to resent things that happened in the past because absolutely every one of those things had a lesson. Absolutely every one of those things has led you to where you are right now. So if you hadn't done this is the premise that you go by whether or not that's you know exactly true or not. but every single, as Jenny said, every single decision in your life has led you to here right here right now. Mm-hmm. So if you are struggling with the past, then I would say you probably actually need to work more on accepting who you are and where you are now because probably the negative feelings are coming more from the fact that you're you're not you don't accept yourself now and you don't accept where you are now because you're looking to the past and maybe thinking, was it because of that, was it because of this? Maybe try and not think like that at all and think, how can I, what do I need to do to accept me completely now, to accept the life that I am living completely now? And and if you do accept that, then absolutely everything in the past was necessary, everything even the really bad stuff and actually some of the best lessons are from the bad stuff and from the negative things.
0: I I think one of the lovely concepts and I'm fairly certain it's in the book but one of the lovely concepts uh, and I I, one day I'm going to check if this is actually biologically correct or what's the uh, nature's version of biology? I'm not quite sure of that. (laughs) (laughs) Florum forma. Scientifically. (laughs) Scientifically or naturally correct but Um, The notion was introduced to me that the only way pine trees can reproduce themselves is through the seeds in the pine cone. And the only way the seeds in the pine cone can be released is in a forest fire. So nature has designed this kind of perverse setup that says the only way pine forests can, can regenerate themselves is through total burnout and therefore the pine cones, the seed, you know, they, they burn, the seeds are released, and the beginnings of the future are, are, are born in within the fire. Mm-hmm. And I and I just think that's kind of what we're talking about. And I, I think some of my turning points in my life, some of my crossroads have been where I've probably hoped that I'm as low as I can possibly get, because the concept of being any lower in that moment of time would have just been horrendous. Mm-hmm. But being able to say that from this place, from this place of agony and desperation, I'm willing to bounce back and forgive myself Mm -hmm. for the decisions, for the the situations I've got myself in, for the decisions I've made. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And actually, I guess when you think about modern life, and we think about last week's podcast and Gary talking about starting a business a lot an awful lot of the things that we do in life we're doing them for the first time we don't have a rule book quite often we don't have mentors or people that we can turn to to advise and guide us and we're doing the very best we can with what we have and we're learning yeah <laughs> constantly yeah. learning and i and i guess we are lucky to to be able to reflect on where we have where things haven't worked out for us and to be able to take that opportunity to say i've got two choices now i can i can give up i can stay where i am and and i don't like to use the word failure but i guess in a sense you know i can i can deem myself to have failed feeling yeah um or i can i can brush myself down and i can say tomorrow's a new day and it's tara isn't it you know Tomorrow's a new day and I'm going to try again. I'm going to I'm going to get the learning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to build a new strategy and I might I might need some space to heal. Yeah. I might I might feel very bruised, I might feel very sad, I might have a lot of emotional stuff going on. So certainly certainly I have in the past where I've gone through my own challenges needed that space to recover. But then, you know, one day say, okay, I'm, I'm back. And now I'm going to go, you know, first step forward. Interesting from, interestingly, really, for me, when I think that I first had the vision for drive-through, for Secrets of Success. I first had that vision 30-odd years ago. And I can actually I can remember the day when I, I became an independent practitioner and I kind of had the vision and I remember thinking, oh, my God, if I don't do all of this now, somebody else is going to have the same idea and they're going to get there before me.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know, I, I, I'll have lost my opportunity. And, of course, that happens. I've got other stories where I've had business ideas and I didn't follow through and, and it has happened. But in this instance, you know, 30 years later, my I, my vision is still my vision and I'm still working on it and I'm still living it and I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. And I guess I try each day, or I I not try, I guess I wake up each day following the process of being grateful for what I've got, being realistic about what I'm going to achieve today, and be in the now. Yeah. I mean, Vary's going to now tell us about, enjoy being in the now.
1: Yes, (laughs) and also the the other thing that just comes to mind is um, another part of it that's been hugely helpful helpful for for me and, and you know it's all kind of wrapped up in in this um, and drive through success but also in yoga philosophy but it is accept that you are having a human experience and that human experience is not perfect it, it can't be so you are living in a world and, and as a human being that has these opposite emotions all the time so it's been helpful helpful for me to say to myself there are no wrong feelings so there are no there are no states of mind that are wrong and that you shouldn't have we are humans we all have them accept that you're going to have bad days accept that sometimes you're going to feel guilty resentful sad just accept those things but don't judge yourself don't judge other people for it just accept that that's a part of being human allow yourself to feel those things and then move on and know that you will again feel happy, feel motivated, feel inspired and then embrace those feelings as they come in the now. But part of the problem is people don't live in the now, they have these feelings, they don't acknowledge them and then that becomes a problem because you don't really know how to how to address them, what they mean and you've kind of got all of these mixed up feelings but they keep coming up because if you don't look at them as a human being, your brain, your mind will continue to try and make you look at them. Yeah. But you have to be present now to look at them, to feel them, and to accept them.
2: Yeah. Well, I must I say, another sort of powerful thing in, the, in that chapter was about protecting time as well, because in order to be able to even do some of those things, you have You got to have that sort of me time, and yeah. I'm. I'm really, really bad at, at at finding time just for me, and for my family. Actually, I. You know, I probably. You know, just. just I, I think my wife puts it down to time management. Now I don't know. It, it probably is a lot to do with time management, but. Um, but I do think there's a psychological process there that I just don't feel that I'm able to. To. Um, I feel. I feel guilty for taking the time to stop feeling guilty, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um,
1: It does, and and as a yoga teacher, I come up with this a lot with people, with, you know, people finding the time to do yoga, relaxation, meditation, but, you know, if if you don't do those things, if you don't make that time for yourself to do it, you're never going to address these things. And actually, how is that affecting your life? If you are stressed, you're going from one thing to the next all the time, you're not addressing your emotions, who are you taking that out on? Mm -hmm. Because it's likely to be your immediate family. And they're therefore suffering because you haven't decided to take that time to address the things that are affecting your relationship. So it goes back to some of the the chapters at the beginning of the book. What's important to you? Mm. What's most important? Your relationships? What can you... Actively do to make them better. And yes, I think families can at times maybe resist that a bit, but not until they realize what effect that has on your relationship with them. The likes so of my sister when I first started meditating was like, What are you doing? And then after me doing it for several months, if I hadn't done it in a few days, would say to me, You meditated. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I um, I often encourage people so I don't know where I've got this from but I've moved I've moved on a little bit from time management because that clock ticks. yeah so you can't manage that. <laughs> it's, that, that 24 hours is, is scientifically moving on and doesn't matter what you do you can't manage you can't there's nothing you can do. you can't ask the clock to just you know wait five minutes um,
2: and come back on. to it. That's so going
0: So I encourage people to think about time hmm. optimization. I, I encourage people to, to think about I've got the day, I've got 12 hours or however, ma- however much time, however many waking hours we have. How can I optimise that time? And I think Vari's just made reference to it. So, in the context of the time I have available to me today, what are my priorities? And what decisions am I going to make today about serve, serving those priorities? Mm-hmm. And who's mastering my time? Am I or am I allowing other people Mm -hmm. to spend time on my behalf? Um, And in the book, we talked about the A-list, B-list and C-list. And certainly there was a time in my life where I I allowed the D-list people to spend my time. And then I was constantly apologising to my A-list people about and, and asking them for forgiveness for... Not giving them the type of attention and time that that they warranted and deserved, and that I wanted to spend with them. Mm-hmm. So, so I would challenge listeners. I always sound like I always sound like the big bad wolf, don't I? But I would challenge listeners: <laughs> say on a day to day basis, you know. And yourself, Gary, are you commissioning how you use your time, or are you spending your time by omission because you are failing to to make those make the plan make the commitments follow through and then be able to to at the end of the day say okay I didn't do certain things today because I actively and consciously decided not to because in the context of today they were the best decisions I could make Mm -hmm. and I'm either going to apologize to those people I'm going to carry carry it forward but I'm going to go to sleep knowing the most important things I needed to do today were the things that I got completed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you know, no, nothing, nothing set in stone. And I think that's the other thing in, you know, enjoy now it's all you have is in the moment. You can you can make a better decision.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, in the moment, in the day, in the week, at no point do you have to continue with a plan. If you become aware of the fact the plan isn't working for you, you know, hit the pause button. Yeah. Another one of my favourite state statements. Let, let's hit the pause button and just stop and review this, and therefore know that our next act, our next action, is one of commission, not omission. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're not and all kind of predicting this won't work, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good plan.
1: <laughs> and what do you mean by commission? Just
0: commissioning. So, so you are asking like... yourself to do something. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm when we when we commission um if if i was commissioning an artist to paint a picture for me Mm -hmm. i would be instructing them to do it and i would be paying them to do it so they would be doing that on the basis of conscious instruction Mm -hmm. so i think for me you know i I, I guess it's the 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 drum that um i bang which is how many people live their lives unconscious of the decisions they're making yeah or or the the you know the the shoulds so well I should really pop around and see them and I should go and spend two hours there and I should go to that party and I should go and spend you know a hundred pound on that present even though I don't really want to yeah so people that live their lives you know shitting all over themselves you know literally <coughs> yeah. and and then spend what time is left bitching about the fact that they've had a shitty day because they've done a load of stuff that they felt they should do and didn't want to do any of it yeah and and that's omission you know it's 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 failing to take personal responsibility to say I can change this mm-hmm. so at the start of the day to say right is it I should go and visit or I want to go and visit mm-hmm. and, and it might be well I want to go and visit because if I don't that person's going to give me a hard time and you know so that I'm, I'm all for duty I'm all for duty I say to the kids all the time you'll do that because it's it's dutiful and I think there's a place for duty in society as long as we understand why we're doing it.
1: Yeah, and and then, you know, you are still consciously doing that because maybe you would rather, on a superficial level, do something else, but on a deeper level, yeah, actually doing things for your family, you know, visiting people out of duty, your immediate family, in the long run is actually very good for you. Mm-hmm. And you won't regret it later, as you see in the book as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other... Thing that I was thinking of adding to that was you taught me something um, that I'm sure is in the book, but is is contracting. So Jenny taught me this wonderful thing, contracting, and and it's basically where when you are going to commit your time or anything to someone, even if it's kind of informal, then you make a very clear contract with that person. You don't have to say I'm going to contract this with you, but you would say, right, I'm so say it was to your daughter or your, your son or whatever, I'm gonna spend this amount of time with you on Saturday doing this. So that's you, you've made a contract with that person. When you when you've done that, you don't go back on that, you don't then you know decide not to do it for another reason. You know you've done it, you've consciously done it, and and there's something that feels really good about the fact that you have said that rather than being really vague and saying Oh, to yourself, I really should spend some time with, with my daughter this weekend but you haven't contracted it so chances are you might not do it, yeah. so that that's definitely another tip that, that Jenny gave me that I use often <laughs> <laughs> bless
0: the good old contracting
2: and in this week's blog article in your article this week, we were talking about wishing, people spend a lot of time wishing they were this and wishing they were that um, you know, and, and and it comes back to the in, enjoy now and stop stop wishing. Us. Is that is that what the, the article was trying to say?
0: Yeah. So, is, wishing is an interesting uh, interesting concept because I guess when we talk about our vision, our vision by definition is a wish. So, if you think if you think into the future. How do you want your life to be? How do you envisage it? It's all about step one. So asking for a future state is step one of the process. So somebody could argue that we're actually contra- contradicting ourselves now because we're asking we're telling people to vision the future and live in the future. I think what what the process talks about is uh, you you can't have a successful journey without a clear destination. And that's part of the, the vision and the wish. However, it's to enjoy enjoy the journey, mm-hmm. enjoy every moment of the journey, enjoy the scenery, enjoy the the rest stops, enjoy the company on the way, uh, enjoy the detours. And I think that's so. So I can I can envisage myself uh, healthier, slimmer, fitter, and I can wish, but I think the point in, in the blog this week is actually saying, don't, don't park your happiness waiting for that to happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Be happy now. I, when uh, when Vi was chatting there earlier, the other thought that came to mind, and I think it was on the back of reading the blog, was you know, how many times are you in a situation and you say, oh, do you know, in, I bet in five months' time we'll laugh about this. And sure enough, if, you're, if you've got as sick a sense of humour as I have, Probably in five minutes' time you'll laugh about it. So why expend all of that negative energy in in the now? Stressing and angsting and catastrophizing and, you know, life is awful in the now. If in five days, five hours, five months, you're going to look back on it and see the funny side of it. So I, it's not that I don't take life seriously, but I am cultivating a habit and endeavouring to have a habit of making the choice in the moment to be as accepting and as calm and as happy as i can be in the moment because because why would you want the alternative
1: Mm -hmm. well and and the other thing is it's the only thing that is real is now Uh everything else is a concept in your brain memories and future projections are not real as in the sensation of being here right now is real that's really the only mm. the only and that's real actually thing. quite a powerful thought yeah mm. and that's that's definitely what mindfulness is about so when you're when you're reading about buddhism mindfulness yoga that is basically the premise of that is everything else is something your brain is doing mm-hmm the only thing that is now is your sensations your feelings right now
0: yeah. and and i guess the obvious question i'm i'm just mindful that um sort of our time is up this week but i guess the obvious question is is if if you are in the funk so we've talked about the funk in the past so if you if you are in the now feeling very you know feeling contrast feeling heavy feelings uh, heavy emotions question would be so how can I change that you know so it's all good and well saying choose something different in the now the method and technique that I use and I've I've taught for many years and I've it's it's, it's another one of those you know it will be a book in the future but recovery from depression without medication so the technique that I've used with people and evidence-based help people come out of depression without medication is in the now to hold, and, and I encourage people e- either to carry a photograph, or to to carry a memory of something that, when they look at it or think about it, invokes love. So, something that you look at it and you just can you can uh, exude a feeling of love, or something that you can be grateful for. So that gratitude or love, are the two fast forwards out of feelings yeah. and they take you to a different vibration the alternative is, is to have some good sex and an orgasm because <laughs> ecstasy also takes you out of that vibration um so that so that's for the uh, more adult and mature people listening to this that would be the alternative but so However, in case you're at the bus stop would, and you don't I want to would, do that i would argue <laughs> though
1: that is temporary
0: it's it's all of these are temporary techniques to take you out from current state right. into a different state um, if you're in the supermarket or at the bus stop, I don't think the sex option would be viable. So, <laughs> so to to think of something you're really grateful for, yeah. to hold a really loving memory, will take your vibration out of yeah. a negative vibration, and therefore, if you if you can con- continue that practice, yeah. you can fool your subconscious into believing, or your non-conscious into believing that you are at that higher vibration. Yeah. And they, they do talk about fake it till you make it. But I guess yeah. that's too close to the other reference. So maybe yeah. I should shut up.
2: <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Well, thank you very much. That was really enlightening. So i um, looking forward to going into next week, into next week's podcast. I hope everybody's enjoyed it. Um, remember, you can always go online onto drivethroughsuccess.com and uh, go, go and get yourself a copy of the book, which is absolutely amazing. I'm really enjoying going through it. So. And I think it's going to be one of those books that I read maybe um, 10 times. Thank you, Gary. Thanks. Bye now. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to today's podcast and I hope you found it enjoyable and informative. If you want to connect with us more, you can, of course, join our Facebook page, um, Instagram, all on drive through success and don't forget that hyphen between the drive and the through or indeed you can visit us at our website drive-throughsuccess.com and there you can either find different ways to buy the book you could um, request a signed copy we'd be happy to sign that and send that out to you and indeed you can sign up for the weekly guidance letters that come out via email so once again thank you for listening and we'll see you again next week